ladies and gentlemen, time for the crime report. Sponsored by the Crime Stoppers, Southern County. It's 1 800 220 TIPS. 8477 is where all calls are indeed kept uh, confidential. Sometimes monetary word issue for information that will lead to an arrest. In that particular case, Joe Jacqueline, retired Sergeant NYPD, former commanding officer of the Bronx Cold Case Squad. He's current adjunct professor at John Jay College. And, of course, uh, the great author of the Criminal Investigative Function, a guy for new investigators, edition number four. He's got a book coming out as well. Joe, of course, a highly decorated member of the NYPD back in the day, including the most notable Department Medal of Valor. We say a very good morning to Sarge. Joseph, how are you? Good morning, Jay. How are you? All is good, my friend. Lots happening, including, uh, boy, I'll tell you. Uh, yeah, have you heard of anything so bizarre what uh, went on in Mexico this past week? Four Americans making their way into that country uh, for cosmetic procedures. Uh, a woman and three of her friends. Two were killed. Uh, one wounded. W- both uh, eventually taken to a hospital. Kidnapped. Uh, it's just bizarre. Then you have uh, the cartel actually apologizing. I didn't read that three times. And lining up four of its five of its members, four or five of its members on the ground, face down, uh, for authorities to take them in, including an apology note. I mean, what's next? Flowers and candy? I mean, my goodness, uh, this is nuts! Absolutely crazy. What went on there, sir? You know, this is unfortunately these two individuals won't come back. But this is by far the craziest story, like you said, that I've ever heard of. That you know what you can you can pick apart a couple of things here in the respect that the cartel is worried that there will be some sort of um, you know military action against them from the the United States government right it could coordinate it with the Mexican government and it could be really bad for business so I mean that they saw what happened after nine eleven you know that this is not the same kind of 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 course event but if if you just bear with me for a second. You know, they saw them going after all of these terrorist groups throughout the whole world, not just in Afghanistan and Iraq. So we, there has been lots of talk about going after these cartels, and they're probably would just they're worried about this could be like the, the case where the, the proverbial straw that breaks the camel's back. So we, we should wait to see what happens. Uh, um, like I said, writing notes and, and putting these guys out, uh, I don't know. I, I, I've never seen anything like that either, and... Um, I don't think we will see this again in the respect that, but I just think that it's all about the, you know, the, the reaction from the United States government and the people. Uh, listen, the bottom line, they know what's going on in this country. We are soft when it comes to the border. It allows these cartels, Joe, to come in. Uh, to me, it doesn't alleviate any of the uh, craziness going on that we have seen over the last year and a half, the fentanyl poisoning that has come into this country, the deaths caused by it, 73,000 or so last year, I think the number is now, uh, you know, gut-wrenching stories of, of, of people dying, you know, by taking the, this fentanyl coming in, of course, from China through Mexico into these cartels. Uh, they are making zillions of dollars. Uh, listen, uh, the plan has to be, and again, you got a soft, you got a soft White House here. It's how to combat... These cartels, you know, if you go back to the 90s and Colombia and everything else, you know, we dismantled cartels. If you read back in the history books, doesn't have to be, by the way, with boots on the ground. Then you get the president, Lopez Obrador of Mexico, saying, hey, wait a minute. 
Nobody's going to tell us how to operate. Meanwhile, they're part of the cartels. Everybody knows it. So in essence, what are we doing here? It's a massive problem. It has to be really thought over in a very methodical way. And then action has to be in play here. That's the only way you get this done. Well, I agree. And I think that um, that's what they're worried about now, finally, something getting done about it. Uh, and because we've really done nothing to deter the cartels from doing all of this stuff. I mean, like you said, the, the bodies keep on piling up with the fentanyl crisis. And, you know, our government really hasn't done a thing other than, you know, some interdiction here or there. But, I mean, it's just um, it's quite bizarre what's been going on. And this has been going on for years. It just didn't start now. So, I mean, this has been building up for quite a long time. And, and you know, it's it gotten to a point where if we don't stop it and we don't do something about it soon, it's it's going to be just devastating. Without question, Joe Jack. Even the more crime. than it is now. Yeah, you're right. No question. Now is the time to act. Now is the time to act. You just don't have a lot of confidence the way we have uh, not secured our border uh, since this administration took over, uh, Joe, uh, in uh, 2021. All right, let's get to some uh, other things. Obviously, the Polina trial, I mean, listen, uh, I thought it was going to be a quick one. It was. you got the liberations already starting. I thought maybe uh, they would start uh, after today. It was yesterday afternoon actually started. Uh, I think it's going to be a quick round. I'd be shocked if the jury doesn't come through today with a verdict. Shocked. Uh, even though they asked to see a couple of pieces of testimony uh, yesterday. Uh, but uh, all in all, you know, the key thing is she lied. Like the Murdoch trial last week, Joe, that did Alex Murdoch in. Uh, she did lie. And we'll see of the reverberations as far as that holds, as far as uh, this jury uh, is concerned. Uh, did admit throwing the kids in the garage, hypothermia, that verbiage was used yesterday. I don't, it's not a bright outlook as far as this woman is concerned. No, and, um, you know, putting her on the stand, like I said, I, I questioned this this tactic because it was always something that you never did. Now we're seeing it a couple of times in a row, and, and we saw it with, uh, with, with Valvo, we saw it with her, but if you think about Murdoch, we saw, you know, it, it's not a good look. And when they're forced to answer these questions, now she looks, she does look culpable just from what I've seen. But here's the problem. You know, her lawyer was trying to blame everything on on you know on the on the husband because you know he's already been convicted, so it's easier kind of thing. I don't think the jury's buying that. And as a matter of fact, I think she might end up with a harsher sentence after hearing about what you know transpired over here. I mean, she kind of looks like the whole mastermind behind this thing when you know, when when you read it and. And you see some of these, you know, short video clips. That's just my opinion, of course. But I think there's a lot of people out there that agree with me that, you know, she might have been the the driving force behind a lot of the stuff. She made comments about the kids with autism and it was a sin and all this other stuff. I mean, geez, uh, this is, yeah, I agree with you, Jay. If it doesn't come out in, in the first couple of hours when they start, you know, the, the uh, deliberations again today, I'll, I'll be definitely shocked, too. Always said she was the uh, the mastermind, the director. Uh, Valva, uh, Mike Valva, uh, didn't have a leg to stand on. Financially troubled, marriage, the whole thing. Uh, had no other choice. Live under her roof and her rule, and that's what it was. And if she wasn't happy with these kids, the way they were being handled, she would threaten Michael Valva, and that's what it came down to. She was indeed a evil witch, and I'm not talking Glenda here, folks. She directed. 
and everything else, make comments. You know, the one about uh, they're used to being in the cold. Uh, they heard her in the hallways of a school. The principal did who testified. You know, you go on and on. But uh, listen, her goose is cooked as far as I'm concerned. Joe Jacqueline, uh, the crime department. Let's go to show the Suffolk County Police Department. Uh, yes, here, Rodney Harrison, the commissioner, uh, at a news conference. Uh, is dedicating more resources to investigations into, you know, the revenge porn. Uh, it's been front and center the last couple of years with this, you know, the sharing of this sexually explicit photographs online at a retaliation or blackmail. And uh, he's cracking down on it. This has been out there for a while. No, and it's it's good in respect that, they, once again, it's probably done, uh, like you said, out of the act of revenge. And it's all ages that are doing this stuff. But it's, you can really ruin somebody's career reputation but also the fact that there have been not so much i don't think in suffolk county but there have been cases where people have taken their own lives because of these things that end up on the internet right so we we can try to just you know tell young people specifically you know don't share these kind of videos or photos and that kind of thing uh but you know this is also being done by adults and you and you just kind of like scratch your head but yeah this is this is something that is, uh, you know, we're in a new age now with, uh, you know, the cell phones and, and the video qualities and all these sites and all these different things that are happening. So, yes, I think that, um, you know, it's time to start addressing this and, and hitting people hard for it because, like I said, you could just devastate somebody. And the other just thing we want to also mention, too, is Suffolk police are uh, having an exam. The deadline is, I think, April 27th. So any listeners out there that the highest paid police department in the country. They're hiring. You got to take it. And if you speak, I think they're giving points. You have to double check this. But I think they're giving points um, if you can speak Spanish fluently, both written and um, reading. So, in speaking. So, th- this is something that uh, if that you qualify five points on a civil service exam is is unbelievable that you're talking about jumping thousands of names. So, I just wanted to throw that out there today to the audience. One, Joe, uh, anybody listening, uh, get on those websites and and get involved with that. Uh, yeah, listen, it's a rewarding situation if you can get uh, in play there. Uh, Joe Jackal on the crime report. Let's go to a couple of other ones here, Joe. Former employee at a law firm uh, handling trust for people with special needs. Can you believe this? Uh, now charged with stealing more than a half a million dollars from accounts, clients' accounts. This Michelle Bird. Uh, indicted on uh, various uh, charges. He was a case manager at this firm, Joe. Well, how many times have we seen this, right, with, um, you know, the, these law firms, either the lawyers themselves, or now you have this individual. We've seen it with the churches, with the, with, uh, I mean, it's just, it's incredible that um, the greed that goes on here, and, and the, there's no checks and balances, Jay. How many times have we spoken about this and saying, like, who's watching the people doing dealing with the money? I mean, it's getting to a point where it's getting absolutely ridiculous. And greed does get people caught, right? They think it's easy. They think I can keep on going I'll do a little bit more. Nobody's going to notice. Yeah, eventually, when you get up into this kind of money range, people are going to notice eventually. But by then, it's too late. You know, I, I don't understand why we're not, um, why, why law firms and companies that deal with this stuff don't have tighter controls over the money. And, and in that respect, they should have maybe two signers for every every uh, check that gets written or transfers or what have you, just to try to do something. This was the forging of signatures. Incredible. Uh, and rarely do you get away with this stuff. That's that's the thing, too. Uh, 
couple of more for you, Joe, where police uh, arrested and charged now a Deer Park man after he allegedly followed a 17-year-old girl into her Dix Hills home in late January. If the parents weren't home in this case, who knows what a would have happened here. Uh, but a very, uh, very intense uh, storyline here. And I'll say this, you know, this is happening a lot now. A lot of thefts, a lot of robberies in which people are home, get into their garage, maybe just got home, and all of a sudden right behind them there comes in a, a would-be assailant. And you got to be careful of your surroundings, folks. Um, this happened to the head of these radio stations a couple of years ago, almost lost his life. Uh, our very own John Caracciola there. You know, you got to be careful. You got to be careful as far as when you arrive home and just notice things around you. This was a, a tell all story though, Joe. Yeah, no, it's, um, it's definitely frightening. It's definitely scary. And that's why, you know, if you have overgrown bushes in front of your house and you know, cut them down so that nobody could hide behind them. And, and just like you said, take a look and maybe, you know, don't pull into the driveway, excuse uh, me, into the garage right away, pull into the driveway, watch what's going on, see if there's anything happening. If if you could be targeted for whatever reasons, and, you know, especially people who, you know, uh, own jewelry stores and anything else and they think you have cash and, and, and merchandise on you. I mean, these are the things that you need to be concerned about or worried about. No and, doubt and about you know what? The, uh... The best part you can do is don't fall into a routine. If you come home at 5.05 every night and they can, people can watch you and know what time you're going to arrive and which way you go home, then maybe you need to just deviate your routine once in a while. Uh, Glen Cove man barred from operating now as a stockbroker. Why? He stole about a half a million dollars from people uh, who believe uh, Joe is using their cash to invest in pre-initial public offering stock. For several high-profile companies, can you say the word Madoff? Does anyone remember Madoff? I mean, come on. Uh, this is another prime example here. Yeah, no, I mean, so he's about a half, the tune of about a half a million dollars. So he's not, he's nowhere near the Madoff yet. However, he might have been getting there if uh, this would have continued to, get, to keep on going. Um, you know, but his name, Quartetaro. Uh, that kind of sounds familiar, and I, you know, I have to look that up. But I think there's a there's another um, famous case with this, with that same last name. But I have to take a look on Long Island. Yeah, you are right, uh, Joe. I think you are right, no question about it. A uh, couple of more, my friend. So, uh, listen, they're trying to find the driver who fatally hit a Huntington Station woman in the Hamlet. This happened last week. A cash reward. Uh, as this uh, Bernardo Fernandez was walking across Jericho Turnpike, dangerous as it is right there, right? Uh, that's when a westbound Jeep crashed right into her. Uh, nothing good ever happened at 2 a.m. right on a Saturday. It happened around 4 a.m. Motorists drove off, and that was the end of it. And uh, right now they need help here trying to find this guy. Well, gal. But uh, you got to be careful here, Joe. Yeah, well, there's actually a still video of um, the actual incident, and they have the uh, picture of the car, so I encourage people to go online and take a look at the video and, and, the, and the car. Maybe they can identify the individual or the car at least. Um, maybe they can recognize it and, you know, help out the uh, Suffolk County Police. I know that area very well. My dad used to work um, not too far from that location, and it, is a, it was always been a dangerous intersection, but... This is something that, um, you know, this is where the public and the Crime Stoppers, this is exactly how you can help out.
without question. Let's uh, let's make sure that we get these people uh, behind bars where they belong. One more for you. The most egregious of crimes ever is the MTA telling New York City <laughs> Council members Joe Jacklone can no longer hold off in the fair hikes as officials now are proposing a 5.5% fair increase uh, for this year. They're citing all kinds of revenue lost uh, caused by lagging ridership. Boo-hoo! Let's send a package of handkerchiefs uh, to the uh, to the MTA offices. My goodness, here we go again, John. Yeah, no, I mean it's it's really pandemic related that they for for a couple of years they made no money, and now nobody wants to come back into the city because of the fact that there's high crime and they work they work from home. They don't need to go into the office. So, I mean, if you're going to ask for more money, at least be honest about it. What an absolute disgrace, I gotta tell you. Joe Jacklow, the crime report, brought to you by Crime Stoppers, one eight hundred two two zero tips, two two zero eighty four seventy seven all calls, of course, kept confidential. Joe with the incredible uh fourth edition now, sir. Am I right with that as far as the criminal yes. investigative function and a new book in the works, correct? Yep, new textbook. It's gonna be on cold cases. Uh it will be out hopefully in the next couple of months. And um, the forward was written by Dr. Henry Lee. Uh, this time around, I got him to do it for me. So uh, I'm kind of excited about that. And I got a couple big speaking engagements coming up, including the one in, on August 16th out here in the Hamptons. So uh, we'll, we're going to remind everybody next, starting next week about the, the Hamptons who've done it. And it uh, should be fun. There's a lot of, a lot of um, great writers going to be coming out there. And if you're interested in that kind of stuff, it, it, it's definitely going to be a good weekend. Joe, one of the best in the business in this country as far as everybody uh, corralling around them regarding uh, storylines of criminal nature. The great Joe Jacqueline, of course, look for Joe's podcast to come very soon. We look forward to that. Uh, yep, sir, have a wonderful up. weekend. Appreciate you too, it all. Jay, the you time. have a great one.